0: Welcome back everybody. Here we are, episode 2, Firebranded. Uh I don't know what you call it. Firebranded TV, Firebranded vlog, yeah. I don't know, but uh it's uh it's it's my YouTube channel Firebranded. Uh, I'm Pastor Brandon, and you guys remember from last week. If you weren't with us last week, this is Ava Lindsay. Hello. And uh, we we're diving into some stuff, man. Yeah. Uh I wish we could just uh uh do like a Behind the scenes footage of everything we're talking about but uh, we uh, uh, there's some good stuff going on and we are we're really focusing over these first few weeks on on this firebranded concept but in the next generation because that is that's really the mandate that God spoke to me and of course Ava is part of that generation and so we are trying to uh, just like dive into the depths of like some of the practical things last week, we talked about the need and how the need is so prevalent for, for just this generation to rise up, you know, to be, to literally be saved from the hell that the enemy is trying to send them to. Uh, but not just, not just saved from that hell, but, but pushed into their destiny in God, because that's really what, that's really the beauty is, is Jesus is much more than a savior, you know, uh, he also he also baptizes us in, he, in him and his fire and his love and his in who he is and he sets us apart for uh, for what I believe to be greater works from John 14, 12. So uh, I'm gonna talk about that next week, but so I don't wanna to dig too much uh, into that. But so today we want to talk about like the how. We talked about the need last week. So this week we want to talk about the how, like, like, how do you get on fire? Like, how do you, what do I do? You know, like I have people ask me sometimes, they're like, I've been reading my Bible and you know, I go to church every week, but, but how do I, how do I, how do I get that? How do I, how do I become what it is that you're talking about? And so I want to look at that just a little bit and, and explore some explore some things as a pastor that have worked for me, uh, but also things that, you know, that I teach, that I tell people that they need to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, you know, one of the very first things that come to my mind when I think about this is if you want to be in the, if you want to be on fire, you got to get in the fire. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's you, it. yeah, you got to get in it. You got to get somewhere where the fire is. Uh, and that might mean taking a step of faith and moving out from where you are, you know, to get somewhere where the fire is because, you know, God God is an all-consuming fire and he wants to consume every part of us until really we burn God, right? But you can't do that if you don't get in the fire. So, uh, you know, that's just a little little thought. But uh, I'm going to share something. Before I do, I wanted you to just share a little bit about Maybe, maybe some of your testimony, like how did you transition really from being asleep, if you will, to on fire? And then what are some things that, that you do now actively to stay on fire? Uh, and what's your message to, you know, the potential people watching that might be where you were or even where you are that are trying to continue? So I'm just going to turn it over to you for a little bit here.
1: Um, honestly, this is my favorite thing to talk about because this changed everything for me. Like, I've always been, like, devoted to Jesus. Like, I've always spent a lot of time with him. I've always, like, communed with him. Um, I've always been sold out, you could say, but I was sold out without embracing the fire and just like pastor b was talking about of we have to go somewhere where the fire is yeah and the lord kept moving me around everywhere and i got really mad at him i was (laughs) like you have moved me to so many ministries youth groups growing up young adult ministries and like and all were wonderful and even different churches and all played such a big part in my life but the lord just kept moving me around and i was like god i don't understand Um, And then we came to Freedom Church, and that really was the beginning of birthing the fire in me and my family, because we were around other people that were burning too. But in terms of my my personal testimony, it started um, probably two years ago, and... I reached a point of desperation, like I was a sold out Christian, read my Bible church every week, prayed like I loved Jesus, listened to worship music all the time, but I was not on fire. But eventually I reached a, a point where I was like so desperate for more of Jesus, and he just kept moving me around, I was really lonely, and because when you are sold out for Jesus, you are going to be set apart from people, and I didn't understand why. and I remember a specific encounter that I had with the Lord Um, he had just ripped me up from my last place and again I just I didn't understand why and I remember I was laying on my bed late at night crying and I was like God like what do you want me to do like I we weren't plugged into Freedom Church yeah I was just kind of lost in my purpose and I was laying on my bed, just crying, and I heard the Lord so clearly, and I felt like my heart was about to beat out of my chest, and he said, just burn, and I was like, okay, (laughs) you know, but it was just a really, like, I just, I know what's the Lord, and then obviously with that came embracing all of the Holy Spirit, like, I couldn't just play outside of outside of the holy spirit but I really needed him to empower me. So as I stepped into more of the holy spirit, into the gifts, into the actually meeting the heart of God through uh-huh. the holy spirit, that also helped keep bringing that fire in. And I really found that um, something the Lord told me was he said, I asked him I said, so how do you keep the fire burning? Like, okay, you've brought me to this place. I know that like I'm awakened, like, I'm ready, like, I want all of you, but how do I keep it going? And the Lord told me, he said, you keep walking into the fire. And there's a scripture that says that God will dwell in us and walk among us. And I really take that verse literally of, like, Jesus is literally, like, walking, moving, breathing all around Mm -hmm. us, but we just have to open our eyes to see where, what he's doing, where he's at, but then once you, like, catch, like, that is God, and you go where that is, then, like, all of a sudden, you're just constantly, like, ignited, and really living an ignited life for Jesus. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, like, uh, for me, I see, I can always see, like, uh, when people come to church, you know, and, and I've been, I mean, I, gosh, I was such a, uh, I don't want to go too too deep into this, but like, I was way lost, guys. When I was your age, I was not serving God. I was uh, doing everything I could to not serve God, to be honest. Uh, I grew up in church, but I wasn't, I had just fallen away, you know, and I, I wasn't, uh, and I was way out there in the world, but, but I remember I, I when I gave my when I got serious with the Lord again and, and kind of resurrendered, if you will, uh, to the Lord and, and got things situated and just settled with God, and that happened in such a like powerful encounter type of way that I was really like touched and transformed in a way where I could never go back. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like there's, I think some people have these moments and they get saved, but they don't have encounters. Yeah. Like, and for me, I had an encounter with God that was like, I can never go back to who you I used to be ever. It. Yeah. You can't deny it. You can't fake it. You can't, it's so undeniable. It's such an encounter. And, I feel bad for people that don't have those kind of encounters, you and know.
1: I never really, like, until re- until I got in the fire, never heard of anyone having
0: those right.
1: encounters where I
0: yeah. grew up and-, and, and, that, and that's part of why this need is so prevalent that we're talking about is because it used to be, this used to be the standard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people, people were hungry and it was taught about, The Holy Spirit, about the move of the Spirit, you know. Uh, And, but at some point, like, it quit being, it it quit being as popular, I don't know, just the transformation at times, whatever. Like, we could talk about a hundred reasons why, but the truth is, we are literally in a place where so much of the body of Christ has not had encounters with this type of, it's watered down, yes. It's been diluted. Uh, and the truth is, is listen to me, dilution is the thief of power. Anytime you begin to dilute something, it loses its potency. And the gospel has been diluted and diluted and diluted to where the church, unfortunately, is full of weak and anemic people spiritually who have not had the, an encounter with God that, that really like set them on the path that they're on. And so for me, it's like, how do I bring that encounter to people? How do I, what are some things that I do? And and I I love it when I see people, I see people coming to church like Ava, who, who, who you can see into their spirit and see like they're hungry, like they're wanting something. You know what I mean? Like, like they're really, uh, you know, when, when the first time I, uh, met Ava, her family, she shared last week, just, or I don't remember when it was, I think it was last week uh, just like the first time they came, we had a guest speaker at the church. And, uh, and I just did like, you know, I kind of like took it out of worship and kind of exhorted a little bit and and did the offering and stuff. Right. And then we had a guest speaker there and, but I went and I met her and her mom after service, you know, like a good pastor going and meeting new people and things like that. But I remember when I saw her, uh, or when I met her, I, I saw that, like, like my spirit connected in the sense of like, like, even though maybe you weren't quite there yet, that hunger, like there was something like you're longing for something, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and I remember that. And then, uh, of course, now she's totally different. And, you know, that's credit. you
1: imparted a lot more yeah. into me. Well,
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> take all the credit for am. that, but I mean, there's, there's other people and, a part of the church and like just other ministries she's connected with, but we definitely tried to play our part, which is what I want to try to do for this generation. Like, like yeah. what is my part? Like, how can I, you know, uh, but the truth is there, there has to be a wake up where you realize something's missing. Right. Mm-hmm. And this hunger begins to be produced in us. Yeah. And when that hunger ge- begins to be produced, you've got to chase after God, even, Even if you're not in the right place yet, like you talked about, you keep staying hungry. You keep chasing God and he's going to lead you to the right place and the right people that you can burn with, that you can catch with. You know what I mean? Like that, that can, that can do that in you. And and so I want to encourage you if you're, if you're out there and you're like, man, that's what I want. But like, you know, I, I don't know what church to go to. I don't know who those people are. Man, I promise you, if you cry out to God and you start crying out to God and you start crying out to him and you start seeking his face for the more and really trying to pursue that, man, he's gonna put people in your path. He's gonna you're gonna come across to a YouTube channel called Firebranded, or you're gonna come across, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna like God's gonna put something in your path that that can help spark that. You and, know?
1: And I'll just say, like, we found Freedom church in the like like we live an hour away, like we found it in such a random way that the Lord totally yeah. ordained and now we drive an hour three times a week so we can just right. get in the fire. <laughs> so he will really supply everything that you need as long as you're continuing to hunger after him.
0: And, and that's one of the things I wanted to say about like like the how is you gotta get under the anointing. You gotta get you gotta get where the fire's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there has to be an impartation. And there has to be, you know, and some would say, well, what do I do if I don't have that opportunity or I'm not anywhere? Man, God can visit you wherever you are. If you're hungry, God will show up. Yeah. Like, like, you don't have to be here if you absolutely do not have the option to get somewhere. I mean, if you have the opportunity to get somewhere, if it's a revival, if it's a meeting, I mean, you can pull stuff. Uh, I remember one time uh, uh, we got this. This is kind of a really cool testimony, but... Like, we got this notification on our online giving one time, Christy and I did, and someone had given an offering on there, and I was like, and I didn't recognize the name, you know, uh, but they put a note, they put a note in there, and they were sitting in their room. It was a young lady. She was sitting in her room, and she was crying out to God, and she... She basically was like, God, I want revival. Like I want, you know, and so this is what she did. She got on YouTube and she typed in revival, right? Or revival fire. And one of the first things that came up was a Holy Spirit weekend that I, that Christy and I did that was on our YouTube channel for our river ministries. This service pulls up from like 2015. And she watched it, and God met her in her living room. I she see. said that as 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 the worship was going and as I preached, that it was as if she was right there in that room mm-hmm. those few years before. This was in, like, 2018. God met her right where she was because she was crying out hungry. Yeah. And it touched her, and she was like, I want to sow into your guys' ministry, and she gives this offering, and, You know, we ended up connecting with her and getting to meet her. Uh, And she's on fire for the Lord where she is, right? But she didn't, it, it was a YouTube video. Was able to, like God was able to connect with it. So if you just get hungry, man, God will find you. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: And it's really less about the how, but more about the who of like, just get Jesus and he get on fire and he'll... Yeah, you. you know
0: something you and I were talking about, and is we we teach a lot about Jesus and we hunger for Jesus, but but a lot of times we all that we're taught in the church is about like the moral Jesus, mm-hmm. you know the the
1: the good the good servant the yeah good, the good servant humble humble man
0: yes and but we don't often like so I always think about this this what so John the Baptist who was the forerunner who came and like was heralded Jesus before Jesus was known to everybody, uh, he would talk about how we need to repent and we need to uh, and repent and be baptized in water, right? And he, that was his message, but he said this. He said, there's one coming after me whose sandals I'm not worthy to wear who's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. I don't think people say enough we want to talk about like we need to learn to love like Jesus, we need to learn to serve like Jesus. I agree completely with all of that. But Jesus we is need also to know the how baptizer. To cast out
1: demons like Jesus. Exactly, <laughs> like
0: cast out devils like Jesus. Yeah. We need to know how to lay hands on people like Jesus. How
1: to Jesus. be bold like Jesus. How to be
0: bold like Jesus. How to
1: not meant to do it alone. Exactly. Like we're meant to have the fire, the impartation, the exactly. laying on of hands in order to do the works of Jesus.
0: Exactly, because that's what he said. He's we gonna, can't do it alone. He's the baptizer of the Holy Spirit and fire. He literally, is that's who he is. And he he modeled the love. He modeled the the humility. He modeled the servanthood. But he also modeled... A passion for serving God. He modeled praying for people. He modeled laying hands on the sick. He modeled casting out devils. He modeled speaking out against religious atrocities, flipping temple tables and like.
1: Yeah, he did all of that outside of religion.
0: Exactly.
1: All communion with his father.
0: Exactly.
1: And he was, a, he was a human. Like he wasn't operating as God on earth. He was operating as a man filled empowered with the Holy Spirit. Father, yeah. Filled with the Holy Spirit.
0: And, you know, that's our model. That, that's, who, that's who we are a part of. Like we are literally, we abide in him and he in us. In John 15, that's what he says. We become one with him when we become born again. The nature of Christ is in me. Right, mm-hmm. and in you, and we are in him, and so you know, I love Paul, he says in Colossians, he talks about this great mystery that had been waiting to be revealed for all the ages that's now been revealed to us, and it's Christ in us. That's what he says it is. Okay. So literally, the baptizer's in me, man, His love is in me, but so is so so is, so is his prophetic nature,
1: yeah, right. We can't separate the two. We need the whole, the whole man, the whole gospel. Yes. In order to live this life. Exactly. Bored.
0: And it's exactly right. (laughs) And, And and that's what that's the how, guys. Is you need to embrace Jesus for everything that he is, and get hungry for him. And then, and you know what? It's not enough to just get under the fire, but you really got to stay there. You know, I love what Paul told Timothy. He told him to fan into flame or Mm -hmm. stir up the gift that was on the inside of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, You, man, I don't know. It's just like you, there's no substitute for being in something. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was just thinking, I was thinking, I remember a Sunday morning, uh, and I'm just curious, like, I'm just kind of curious if if you remember what you thought. But uh, some people that came up for prayer for healing or something, I don't remember. But but I remember I was just like, I remember the Lord just spoke this to me. And I had you come up there with me. And I put my hand like, do you remember I put my hand like this? And we went through and laid hands on some people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do remember that.
0: And <laughs> I was like, uh, and I don't know what you were thinking when that was going on.
1: Yeah, I was just along for the ride like you never know what the Lord's gonna do so just get in with it
0: (laughs) and you know for me for me it's those moments like that that transform our life because we begin to see number one somebody believes in what I carry right Mm -hmm. number two someone's willing to walk with me and you know for me it was like I could have had her lay hands on people. I put my hand on top of hers mm-hmm. really as as an as a example, like for her to be able to feel that impartation when I pray for people and like like yeah. what is happening. That's training. That's training is what it is. Mm-hmm. But it, but it's also it's also believing in your generation and believing like like I could lay hands on all those people, but but there's an anointing on you to do it also. Mm-hmm. And and you model that in front of people. And so for me it's like Part of the how is I, for me, is I have to be obedient to really partner with your generation and really see the, like, do everything I can to pull out of you what's in you.
1: From a personal testimony, I know, like the first time that I actually heard a sermon from you, you were talking about revival, and I literally remember sitting in the front row and crying that whole time because it's like it's like finding something that you've been waiting for of of you just you can't even describe it but all throughout my time growing in church and growing under a spiritual authority and in a spiritual house that really hosts the fire and the flame of Jesus is like is the laying on of hands and I remember one time you were like kerosene and like dumping. the on me. And like, that was just such a beautiful thing. Cause a big part of this journey with the fire is believing that you actually carry it because uh-huh, yeah. you do have these powerful moments with the Lord, but like every day you don't. Right. And so it is the, Hey, come up here. Hey, come with me. Hey, let's, let's go do this together to really see like, wow, I actually do carry what the Bible says that yes. I
0: do. And you know, it, it's listen, I know we're telling stories about like me and her uh, because that's, it's me and her, right? It's we, those are our stories to tell, right? But listen, I know I'm not the only one out here that carries this. I'm not the only one out there who who has a heart for your generation. I'm not the only one out there who, who believes in this and, and is doing this. I can only share my story, of what my part in this is. So as I share these, I'm not trying to, I, I don't want to sound like ever like, like we're the only ones that, that carry this. Uh, but, but I do know this, that, I've traveled the United States from coast to coast. I've been in other countries and it is missing. It is missing. There, there, there are people out there that, that are, that are carry the same passion that I carry and even been doing it longer than me and, and are better at it. You know, I, there there are, there's lots, but but I feel like for every one person that's sitting in the gap, there's a there's hundred, that are just watered down and not, you know what I mean. And that's why this is so important. That's why we got to get this message out. That's why we got to. That's why we got to talk about this. That's why we have to. Uh, that's why we have to. Uh, man, that's why we have to carry this. Like, and and you know what's really cool is, you know, how it works. So so you started coming here. You started receiving impartation. You started receiving teaching and preaching, that 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 spoke to you, and uh, and you started getting opportunities and things like that in your church. But like that's not where it stopped. Like that's not the purpose. Is it just for you to? The purpose wasn't just for you to be transformed but it's so that then you could become an agent of transformation for other people. And you're doing that. God is opening doors for you to speak to other youth groups and to, and for your business and ministry. And that that's so important.
1: Yes. And it definitely is like, like none of the fire is an experience. It's really, it is, it's an empowerment to go out and, for me, honestly, most of my training time has happened, like, once I got into the fire, the Lord started, like, walking me through it, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay, here's all the different facets, facets to my heart, like, come explore them with me, and um, a big part of learning recently about the fire for me is evangelism because that's what my heart really does burn for, but it scares the crap out of me to be honest. And so the Lord's really taken me on a journey with all of that, um, on trusting him, reaching out. But the Lord was showing me like, okay, you received the fire here. Um, you spend your time with me daily reading the bible and in my presence and stuff but now let's go to walmart together and (laughs) let's actually do what i've been telling you and the lord in this season has been kicking me out of the secret place and he's like you're good time to go and i'm like but i'm not ready and he's like you are ready and so it is that practical application next of like, now i'm in the fire okay now let's go let's actually do it
0: well you know what's uh what's really uh Interesting is in Acts, Acts chapter nine. After Paul, uh, or Saul hasn't become Paul yet, but uh, there's a verse in there. I think it's it's verse twenty-two. I believe nine twenty-two. He he's still Saul. He's not Paul yet, right? And he it says that he went about preaching, and as he did, he was strengthened, and the proof of who God was, or who Jesus was, became more and more evident. Mm -hmm. But it's as he went. Like, like he grew in it as he went, as he did, right? And that's really the cool thing, is the proof of who Jesus is in your life is there is a part of it that's like for you in your personal transformation, obviously, because God changes us. But really the proof of who Jesus is is in our being who he called us to be. Because the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so so we gotta get out there. We gotta get out there and take this to every far yeah. flung corner of the Catch earth. Fire. Right. Everywhere. Yeah, and, and so that it. just like we're a prophetic people, guys. Like, like you, the Bible says that Jesus is a spirit of prophecy, and if Jesus is on the inside of you, then that means I'm a prof, I'm prophetic by nature, right? Because and and what does that mean to be prophetic? But I'm not saying we're all prophets, but I'm saying that every time you herald the name Jesus, every time you share the gospel, you're a prophesying of Christ. You're a prophesying of His goodness, and and just like. Man, I don't know, I get fired up when I talk about this, but but the truth is like, man, there is a fiery feet generation that's going to move in everything that God has for them. And for me as a pastor, I am so sick and tired of the enemy lying to this generation, uh, even using religion to destroy this generation. And man, it's, it's time, it's time to rally. It's time to come together. It's time to get on fire together and really see the transformation that needs to take place uh, in the United States and around the world. So, so so we're going to get off here in just a sec, but uh, we're, we'll be back next week. She'll be back with me one more week uh, uh, for these first three weeks of this uh, new content. And then I'm sure you'll see her from time to time also. Uh, but uh, but we strategically are doing these first few weeks. So uh, again, uh, firebranded.me. You can go there. You check can it check out. it out. Uh, get all the information about what God is doing through this firebranded uh, uh, content. And then just give me your website and Instagram again.
1: Um, in the upcoming.net and at in the upcoming on social
0: media. Amen. So we'll see you guys next week. See ya.